Now we're going to take it into part two, where we're going to dive into Joe's home gym experiences, starting the garage gym competition and more. So it's time for our Q&A. Joe, you ready? Yep, let's do it. All right, cool. So you've had a home gym for quite a while now. Uh, when did you officially start your home gym? Uh, 2013. So the very first piece uh, I bought was a pipe from Home Depot, some hose clamps, and like 100 pounds of plates from a plate against sports. And uh, that was my pilot test to see like, could I do workouts consistently at home? So I'd been, I'd been going to a commercial gym for a decade and a half or whatever. Um, and so I started there and yeah, I, I did a workout every day, every week for uh, like maybe six months or something. And I went, okay, cool. Let's take it up a notch. I bought a cheap bar, uh, 500 pounds of plates, uh, a couple of horse stall mats. Um, yeah. And then I would do a deadlift workout. So I went from like a Saturday, like farting around doing like curls and stuff with my Home Depot stuff mm -hmm. to like an actual workout. Um, and so that was my Fridays for another few months. And yep, it stuck. It worked. Okay, cool. Because uh, I wanted to make sure like, am I getting interrupted all the time? Like, do I actually like lifting in the garage, anything like that? Um, before I spent a bunch of money and then went, well, this sucks. Um, and yeah, it worked. And then I bought a rack, a bar, like a good bar, um, a trap bar, bamboo bar, uh, a bunch of bands, uh, a whole bunch of different stuff off of Rogue. Uh, during a Black Friday at the end of 2013 and uh, built my platform, uh, dropped a rack on it, built uh, mm -hmm. the whole deal, and that was it. So quit the commercial gym from there, um, never went back. So and That's a smart way to do it. Yeah. When Did you uh, already have a family by then or uh, what, was the, yeah, what was the primary reason you ended up doing that? So it was me and my wife. We didn't have uh, Audrey yet. I had, so it was probably twofold. One, we bought our house. So the apartment we lived in was walking distance to the gym that I went to. Like it was, I mean, it was literally right there. And then uh, when we moved across town, when we bought our house, it was a 30 minute commute ish there and back um add in the fact that the gym had it wasn't uh it wasn't like a golds or anything like that well actually technically it was but it was one of the like the older golds where like there were legit bodybuilders and stuff like that there and everything and then it was starting to change i think it went under new ownership they were banning chalk they like, I couldn't deadlift on the platform anymore, uh, which was a weird choice for them. Uh, <laughs> all kinds of weird rules and different stuff that just wasn't conducive to anyone who wanted to actually lift. Um, so you add that in, you add the commute and then the impending, um, my wife was going to nursing school and I was going to go back and get my master's. And we just went, 
there's just no, there's no time to be able to, like, I wasn't going to wake up at 5 a.m., head out, go to the gym, lift, come back, shower, get dressed, head into work, work all day, come home, do two hours of studying for my master's, and then go to bed and do it all over again. And like passing by, go, hi, wife. Like, like that was it, right? Yeah. Like that wasn't, that wasn't what I wanted to do. So, um, yeah, so we, that it was a combo of all those things, you know, travel, not having enough time, um, changes coming up and just the commercial gym just wasn't doing it for me anymore. So. Got it. Yeah. Did you start blogging right away then? So I, uh, I started writing for my master's. So, um, my master's is in what's called instructional design. They made us create a blog to write a lot of our, uh, homework assignments. And, um, what I found was, so I'm, I'm typically more introverted. Um, so I have, I'm constantly like in my head thinking. And so writing helps me get that out. So I'm not just thinking about the same thing and overanalyzing it and over and over and over and over again. So writing during my master's was awesome. It was really cathartic. Um, it helped me kind of solidify ideas into more concrete things. If I wrote it out and went, oh, no, never mind, right? I, okay, well, maybe that wasn't as good as of, a, of an idea as I thought it was, like mm -hmm. that kind of stuff. And then, so when I was done, I was like, I kind of want to keep writing, uh, but I don't know that I really want to write about the same thing I've written for the last two years uh, for work stuff. I'm going to do more than enough work writing. Um, so how about I write about gym stuff and it just kind of went from there so and you said you originally started like on the uh, bodybuilding.com equipment forums yeah so i uh, i spent a lot of time there i i broke my ankle my calcaneus which is the heel bone like six years ago or so and while on recouping time at home because uh, I, I i i was hobbling around on one foot um i was spending a lot of time on those forums and they had a much higher, uh, equipment snob level than I was accustomed to. <laughs> so like they were the ones like I, when I first had my stuff, I, like my plates were just mixed matched plates from Craigslist and they were all like, Oh, look at my full thousand pound set of Ivanko revolvers. Look at my, you know, uh, 5,000 pounds of, uh, milled York, you know, uh, from the eighties, right. Look at all my, you know, all this stuff. And I'm like, I didn't even, I would have never even thought that you could have like that plates were different. Right. Yeah. Um, it's that, that's kind of where my fascination with better equipment started and definitely where my plate snob fascination uh began and so i probably spent a couple of months there while i was recouping with my ankle just constantly reading old stuff new stuff etc because like i said it, it was really popular there our home gym was probably like ten thousand people or something like that total so um yeah okay That's and then when you moved into a uh, home gym reddit yep. um can you explain your involvement in that yeah, as, like as a mod, 
Um, so the first probably year or two that I think I was there, I was just a normal user. I've been on Reddit since college. So for a long time. Um, and, uh, there was only one active mod. Well, actually for a while there, there was no active mods. So the guy who started the home gym sub is he's in another country. Uh, we think he has ulterior motives to try and run the sub, but he just, he couldn't get it to work. And so he disappeared. And then, so the sub was just left completely vacant one of the guys uh, who's still a mod now, he's the, the lead mod, uh, was able to get the admins to give him mod status since there was no active uh, mod working. And then he brought me on board because I was pretty vocal and things that I thought we could do or should do or, you know, to help and all kinds of stuff. And then it kind of went from there. So that was 2018. So, okay. What does a home gym Reddit look like these days? Something like, something yeah. like that. So you, uh, so you mentioned in the first part, you know, when you started making content, it was like Rogue and Titan, right? That was like, those were the two main discussion points. Yeah. It was, just, it was the same thing on Reddit. Like you had this polarity of, you know, one group bought all Rogue and they were like, Titan's the worst. It's garbage. If you buy it, you're going to die. And then, <laughs> and then you had the people who bought Titan and they're like, and they bought all Titan. And they're like, if you buy Rogue, you just have more money than sense. It's the same thing. Like, what's wrong with you? Right. And there was just like, I mean, there were straight up internet like garbage fights on there of people just back and forth. Every single time someone would post a picture of their gym, it was one or the other. And the the mob from the other side would come in and just go, ah, it's a bit of a, you know, and it was nuts. And so one of the first things I did when I was a mod was we started, we started me with uh, D'Amelio is the other guy. We started cleaning up the stuff that the previous mods never did. So we set up sub rules. We set up um, the auto mod, which is essentially something that handles stuff in the background. So you can tell it like all these different rules. So if someone posts this, then filter it here. If they say that thing, automatically delete it, you know, whatever it is. And so we, we did all that and started telling people like, look, if you, if you have, basically, if you have nothing nice to say, don't say it at all. Right. Yeah. Was, was, was the, like, you can have an open discussion and say like, I don't like Titan because of X, Y, Z, but to just come in and go, lol, Titan sucks, you know, whatever <laughs> yeah. was not, was not going to happen. Um, and I mean, we of course got pushed back at first, but it, it, it ended up making it a lot better. Um, and so that was when we were at, we had 40,000 subscribers uh, when I started. And I, like I, I mentioned earlier, we're at 444, I think I looked today. Um, you know, obviously a, a big piece of that was COVID like with everybody else, you know, the home gym scene blew up. We had a lot of help from different members of the community who set up, uh, various bots and stuff to help people find equipment that was still in stock. Um, so that, that got a lot of people in, um, as well as just the fact that we were a huge resource. People could come in and ask questions in a very targeted space and say, 
I want to, I want to buy a bench. What bench should I buy? Right. I want to buy a bar. What bar should I buy? That kind of stuff. Um, and Reddit tends to be not the most company friendly space. Um, and so like, there's not, there's not a whole lot of advertisements. There's not a whole lot of, um, like it's yeah, a really, I mean, like I wouldn't, I wouldn't even want to say, look, Hey, Reddit, look at this review. I just, posted. Yeah. like <laughs> that's not cool. Yeah. So it got, it's, um, it's very, it's very locked down and it, we did that on purpose. Cause we, and a lot of the subs are like that, like not just our right. home gym, but like, but we definitely are like that where we said we wanted it to be community first. Um, and cause like, I mean, we, we block stuff all the time. And what, what we've told companies is like, if you come in and you do an AMA and you want to spend time here, you can post stuff. That's cool. Um, but most of them don't want to do that. Right. Most of them just want to show up and go, this is on sale. And then they want to leave. Mm -hmm. Um, and we go at not, we got like, you got Instagram, you got a thousand other opportunities for people to figure that out. So the AMAs is basically the only place where people show up company wise, which, which is cool. I mean, I, it, I think it gives everyone a space, but, um, yeah, it, it's definitely transitioned from that, you know, like I said, rogue and Titan, and that was it to, I mean, like we're doing the home gym awards right now. So it's, um, I had everyone fill out a form to say like, what's your favorite bar, bench, rack, like all these different things. And then now we're going to vote on them throughout the year. Um, and they're like, there's like 60 bars listed from probably 12 different manufacturers. Yeah. If you had asked people even four years ago, uh, it would have been like the rogue bar and the, and that's it. Right. Like that's <laughs> and, and cap, right. Like yeah. that would have been it. That would have been the only two bars they knew. So now there's a lot more interest in different uh, variations, different knurling, different whatever. So it's, it's a much more educated group than I think it used to be. So, which is cool. I think it's interesting. You mentioned earlier, like, when you first started, you're like, I just got these plates. And then I started yeah. looking at the forum. I was like, oh, there are other options out there. Yeah. It was similar to me. Like, I remember I spent years in a commercial gym as well. And, um, you know, just when I first started a home gym, I had an old barbell and I was like, hmm, this is okay. And yeah. then I started, you start doing research and you're like, oh, there are different types of barbells, <laughs> different types of lifts. Uh, um, had no idea in all my years of doing com at a commercial yep. gym, just like used what they had, didn't yep. ever notice the difference between a bar. Yep. And there are still plenty of people like that. These oh, days. Yeah. I have no idea that uh, you probably shouldn't be power cleaning with an old rusty bar <laughs> or like a power bar or whatever, uh, like, you know, those, gym, the, the bars that they have at LA fitness. I remember yeah. power cleans looking like a psycho yeah. with the old bar that probably didn't spin, but I didn't know it didn't spin. This is what I was. <laughs> Your wrist yeah. <laughs> yes. Why are my wrists so sore? Uh, probably with <laughs> iron plates too. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. School. yeah. <laughs> yeah Dude, that no, reminds right. me. 
I get that way about racks and, um, and, and J cups, especially like you go to so many commercial gyms. It's, it's just a place where you, you squat, like who cares? Yeah. And you move this thing up and down and all of a sudden, like you put a rack in your house and you're like, the J cup is so important. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. It's an interesting. So like, uh, uh, I'm on a couple of Facebook groups too, for home gyms. And it's really interesting to see the difference in terms of what people recommend and think is quality versus not in different spaces. Um, you know, we're, you know, we're so used to, uh, you know, you got to have at least a rack that can accept, you know, five eighths inch or, you know, one inch hole spacing and different things and whatever. And like one of the groups I was on today, someone's like, anyone have this Marcy all in one power rack lat, tower peck deck like it does like 17 things and it costs 180 bucks and someone's like i have it and it's fantastic i'm like oh god oh well i mean i guess like if it works for you that's cool but i just like it's such it's such a different group compared to the i guess we'll call it like a term i've used with some people before like like when i talked to inspire i said like you kind of have home gyms and then the term garage gym i feel like came about to step away from i have a bowflex right like 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 when i when i first told some friends oh yeah i you know i i i have a gym in my garage like oh yeah you got a bowflex i'm like no i like i have a gym in my garage (laughs) and the and they, it just didn't compute. Right. I'm like, so then I have to show them pictures like, so bar weights and they're like, Oh, like, like a commercial gym you put in your garage. And I'm like, yeah, pretty much. Right. Like that, that's what I went for. Um, so yeah, I, I, I felt like over the years, that term home gym, at least in the beginning compared to garage gym was to separate, like, I'm not, I'm not the, the soccer mom or whatever lifting pink dumbbells in my, you know, uh, fitness center that I set up in the third guest room or whatever kind of thing. Like, uh, yeah, I, I get, I get, yeah. Same thing about like those words, like exercise fitness, yeah. <laughs> or lift, like which one do you do? Do you exercise yeah. or do you lift or, yeah. you know, or, or, or train. Right. Yeah. Yeah. There was a question, a recent DM that I received was like, I'm looking to attach stack cables to my power rack. And I was like, oh, are you, I was like, are you looking to get a new one or attach it to what you have? Or, and then I was like, what do you have? Um, she was like, I'm looking to attach it. Are you a welder? And I was like, what, which, which, which rack is it? And she's like, it's an ethos rack from dicks I was like i don't think i don't think yeah. so <laughs> i don't think there's anything out there right now yeah. if you're an engineer and you have a welding gun yeah <laughs> you might yeah. be able to whip something up but there, yeah. there was a guy on i think it was on reddit a while back it might it might have been on instagram but i saw you guys probably saw it who had he had done that he had bought like two of the basic stacks from a you know, free home gym unit that someone had thrown up. He had ripped everything but the guide rods and the stacks apart and the cables, and he had welded them onto his rack 
to then be able to do, I think he set it up to do like crossovers and pull downs and stuff like that. Um, yeah, I mean, like if you can do that, that is awesome. But the lady asking you that I, I'm almost positive. Yeah. (laughs) She's, she's like, can I take this thing and this thing and will it work please? And you're like, no, no. Uh." Yeah. She just wanted a simple click by. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. Get her a, a spud ink or something like that. Some kind of pulley yeah, system yeah, for her. Yeah. <laughs> send send it surplus. Yeah. Well, even them, like three yeah, by three. Oh, yeah, really that's good. true. Yeah, probably. Yeah, because it is the ethos. The ethos I, I can't remember what a lot of them are two by twos. I think yeah. it was two by two. Yeah. Uh, yeah. My one of my neighbors around the corner, uh, he moved in. And when he was moving in, the first thing he did was he painted his whole garage black. And I'm like, I told my wife, so we, we go on a, we go on a couple of walks a day we have a little circle around in our neighborhood. And I'm like, he's going to have a garage gym. And my wife goes, how, like, how could you possibly know that? I'm like, he's painting his garage entirely black. What the hell else could he be doing besides he's going to fill it up with iron and play loud metal as he lists. She's like, okay. So then he did. And then he got an ethos rack and a few other things. And I was like, eh, maybe, maybe, maybe we can still be friends. And then, and then like a couple of months later, his rack is covered in like kids toys and clothes and stuff. And I'm like, yeah, you, you had good intentions. And then they instantly disappeared. Like, <laughs> so he probably spent, I don't know, a couple thousand bucks on equipment that, wasn't great in the first place and definitely doesn't even get used so yep sad yeah let's get to a garage gym competition uh what was the original idea behind the garage gym competition so 2018 beginning of 2018 i just kind of went hey i think it would be cool to have a powerlifting meet for people who are lifted home it was it was like just that kind of simple like I lift at home. I'm busy. Like I power lift. I like to lift heavy, uh, but I have no intentions on going out and going to a sanctioned meet just because of everything that it involves. Typically travel, you got to be gone for a day or more. Um, you know, you got to register ahead of time and pre- like, it's just all this different stuff, um, headaches. And I was like with a, with a kid and with a full-time job and everything, it just wasn't wasn't anything that I wanted to dedicate time to. Um, and I reached out to Jake and Adam and a few different guys that I, you know, I talked to and I said, Hey, what do you think? And everyone went, yeah, sounds good. Let's do it. So that was it. I mean, it was that simple, like had an idea. What do you guys think? Yeah, cool. And I made a flyer real quick and paint with the dates and the uh, like, I mean, it was, it was super cheesy um, and threw it out there. And I think we had like, Jake, did you even have your, your flags at that point? I think so. Okay. So Jake probably threw up a flag or two. Yeah. Adam threw up, like he got something from another company that they, it was before all the fat pads and stuff came out. It was like a wrap that went around your bench. So it could stick you in place. Um, 
few shirts from different people like uh, JB from garagegyms.com did a couple of shirts and stuff. We probably had like 600 bucks in prizes or something like at most. Right. Um, and like seven or eight sponsors. And we, it was just, and I ran it off of my personal account um, and we just threw it out there. And I, I put it on Reddit. I wasn't a moderator at the time. And that was it. It was that, it was just like, here's an idea. Cool. Let's see. Let's see what sticks. So, How did it go that first year? What did it look like? So we had, um, well, right after announcing, then I got like a bunch of different people going, hey, I want a sponsor. Um, so like Bells of Steel showed up and they wanted a sponsor. Um, they were still pretty small at the time, but um, I had a few guys who aren't around anymore, really like uh, Garage Gym Rat and a few different companies. Um, same thing, clothing, banners, that kind of stuff. I had a one company that was like garage gym.net or something throw up right. a, a flat bench. And that was like, that was the big prize was a flat bench. And <laughs> I was stoked. I was like, oh, seriously, like you want to, you want to give away a flat bench on this thing that I came up with four seconds ago. Awesome. Yeah, let's do it. And uh, so I think we ended up with maybe like 15 sponsors, in- including myself, um and Vol- I, I think Vulcan was on board so that the Vulcan Bells of Steel and this garage gym company were like the biggest ones and uh we had 80 people who participated uh which I thought was pretty cool good, uh, yeah. you know especially at that time completely based off of just word of mouth and going forward and yeah so that was it for year one so all right what's it look like since so year two, we had a little over 200 people uh, participate. We had uh, about like 1500 close to $2,000 in prizes. We had companies like Body Solid and stuff like that show up, gave out a, uh, like a, a row, one of their rowers, some bars, uh, one of their kind of lower end uh, half racks and stuff. Um, like I said, Vulcan was there. I think Rep was there, Fringe bunch of those guys showed up and they were doing like hundred dollar gift cards or a bar or something like that. And then, uh, yeah, like I said, about 200 people. So same thing, ran it off my own page. I moved from paint to Photoshop. So that was a big improvement. Um, then year three we had, uh, so that would have been 2020. Uh, I started the council. So that was Jake, Adam, JB, myself, and then three community members. So it was um, TJ McDonald, who goes by PSF Hybrid on Instagram, uh, Josh Sudelman, which is uh, Sudelman on Instagram, and then Emily Sneed Anderson, uh, who's just Emily Sneed Anderson on Instagram. they put in applications, the four of us. So me, Jake, Adam, and JV reviewed them. And we said, I think those are the people we want. They hopped on board. And then we started talking about how do we grow this bigger, faster, the whole deal. Um, that was a huge piece because that's where we said, okay, it needs its own account. It needs its own website, all this stuff. Um, and I had a sounding board of people to say, I got all these ideas in my head. What do you think? Yay, nay, whatever. Um, and then COVID hit and it went extra crazy. And so a lot of these, some of the things we were planning, we had to stop because it just wasn't 
you can encourage people to show up to someone else's gym during, you know, a global pandemic. That wasn't cool. Um, so a lot of stuff we stopped and, but we had 1200 people participate. So we went from 200 wow. to 1200, um, had a little over $10,000 in prizes. Uh, so a lot of companies wanted in then year four. So that's 2021. So it was just last year. We had 1200 people again, we had a little over 30,000 in prizes, um, and again, we had the council. So same, same group, me, Adam, Jake, JB, and then we had, um, Eric, uh, Brian, Bruce, um, and, uh, Chris. So all three of them were Reddit mods as well. It just kind of happened that way. Um, and so they're all, all people that were heavily involved in the community wanted to grow it, wanted to be more involved, that whole deal. So I think we had like 12 applications for the council that year or something that we filtered through and said, this one, not that one, this one, that kind of thing. Um, and yeah, so the, the interesting thing between 2020 and 21, so we had the same amount of participants, but in 2020, uh, because it was the first year of the pandemic and everything was locked down, a decent chunk of the people were people who had no other option. So you had people who legit grabbed like their monoliths and commercial benches and all kinds of stuff from their local gyms, dragged it back to their garage because that's the only place that they could train. Um, and they went, Oh, here's a competition that I can actually do and competed. And so then in 2021, a lot of the gyms throughout the country and around the planet kind of opened back up. Um, even though, you know, COVID's still a thing, um, we weren't as locked down and quarantined. You had more op options. Powerlifting meets were back on the schedule. And now a lot of those people who were garage gym athletes by choice uh, or not by choice, uh, by being forced into it, right, as opposed to by choice, kind of dipped out. Um, we had a return rate of like, I think it was like 20% or something like that from year to year. Um, because, and when I look at the numbers, you can see like, again, it's people who just, they don't lift at home. Like, so you had this huge influx of people who lifted at home because they only could. And then as soon as they didn't have to anymore, they dipped and ran away. And then in 2021, you had all the people who lifted at home because they started to and went, this is the shit. I want to keep doing this and, and stayed with us. So you had, while the number stayed flat in terms of participation, it is a, we kind of returned back to our normal target audience, which is people who lift at home because they chose to lift at home and will probably always lift at home. So, so, so you're saying, I guess I didn't catch this last year about a thousand or so people that competed last year. It was their first time. Yeah. Yeah. Dang, I, 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 I can get the exact number for you if you want, but yeah, it's, it was, yeah, it, it was nuts. Um, Cause I, when I originally put, uh, when we originally put down some metrics, I went, all right, we're going to clear 2000. Easy, right. right? Mm -hmm. And then when the number didn't change, I went, what the hell, what happened? And mm -hmm. then, so luckily I have a decent data set 
uh, from submissions and stuff. And I started comparing Instagram names and stuff and went, oh, well, that's what happened. There's just a huge number of people that didn't come back. So Okay. And then for those 1,200 people last year, like what types of people were were uh, were doing this? Um, like were they all in the same age group? Were they all dudes, et cetera? Yeah. So the the av- if you average everything out, the average athlete is like male, thirty five years old, and has a powerlifting total of like I think it's around twelve hundred pounds or something like that. So um, yeah. I've got, and I can, I can send you stuff if you, if you want to put it up and publish it or whatever, that's got like the, the pie graphs and stuff like that, or the breakdowns and whatever, but uh, it's, it's interesting. So um, yeah, the, the key, like the key thing for me is, is that, so like the top handful of athletes who competed in 2020, the people who got the highest totals and stuff didn't even come back for 2021. And they won a whole bunch of stuff. Um, and, and again, it was because they don't lift at home. They just happened to because that was the only option. Whereas uh, in 2021, so like we did, it was the first year I did email opt-in. Uh, and out of the 1,200 participants, a little over 700 opt, because I, I did an opt-in. Like you had to specifically click, I want emails from me. I had a little over 700 people opt in. So, I mean, 700 out of 1200 saying, yes, please give me more emails. is a pretty yeah. good sign that they're going to be back. So yeah. cool. Yeah. You, you wrapped it up with 2021. So how's 2022 looking good. So, um, juggernaut is on board as our presenting sponsor. So, uh, the cool thing there is they have so much awesome content around you know how to squat bench and deadlift better warm-ups cool downs stretches um you know cues hey this isn't working try this um on top of the app itself their juggernaut ai app that i can just take all that and use it like i i can help my audience which is primarily not hardcore like i know everything about powerlifting powerlifters and help them move the needle probably a lot with a decent amount of the content that we have um and then on top of that their app being able to push people towards that and say hey like you lift at home like what was the number when you talk to jason it was like, was it less than 40% of people followed a program or something like that? I think you guys did. Uh, the amount that paid was oh, like okay. 38%. Okay. There you go. So like juggernauts extremely affordable. Um, yeah. the, it's like only it's less than 30 bucks a month if you use one of the codes. Um, and it's from the mind of one of the best power lifters and coaches on the planet. Like that's a, that's amazing. So, um, so a lot of wins there to have them on board on, on top of the fact that they just, they have a great audience and outreach that is in powerlifting, uh, talking to Chad, he's got, I think it's a little over 9,000 people using his app and he thinks three to 5,000 of them probably lift at home. Um, so I'm hoping that that's a 
nice overlap and carry over to participation in the competition. Uh, when him and I first talked, he's like, yeah, we kind of talked about running a competition for our people. And then we saw your stuff and went, how about I just have you do it? Like, instead of them hiring a full-time person to do it, he can just have me do it. So it's a win for both of us. His people get a competition to prep and peak for and keep consistent and everything. And they, yeah, and they get my audience and the whole deal. So and then we brought Texas Power Bars on. Uh, they're the barbell sponsor this year. So they're tossing up. Oh, I, I should have said. So uh, Juggernaut for the grand prize for the spring event. They're partnering with Go Strong for a four-post Go Strong rack, um, as well as a full assortment of Juggernaut stuff. So it's like a year of the app, a whole bunch of clothes, books, et cetera. It's like, I think it's like an $8,000 total like prize package you'd walk away with. Yeah. Um, Sweet. Yeah. Um, and then, so Texas Power Bars is in. They're doing three bars each event so squat bench and deadlift bar um, and we're going to do a bunch of stuff on helping people kind of educate them on bars why you know why has texas power bar has been around since the 80s stuff like that and then surplus you guys talked to jason uh so he is our family sponsor so for the exact reasons that he shared with you guys he set up his gym to have more time with his family right um, that's the kind of stuff I'm going to work with him on putting out there, helping people see that you, uh, don't have to have a gym and then family time. Like it can be one in it in the same, you can include your kids in the gym. Uh, in fact, it's probably a great idea for them to see you lifting, exercising, etc., on a regular basis, right? Like I put up a post on I was this weekend my wife uh was doing her weighted carries with our rickshaw and so my daughter we had built her one out of like wood um a couple of years ago because she's like I, I want to do that right mom's doing it dad's doing it and I want to do it so we built her one and so my wife was doing it this weekend and she goes oh, can you get my rickshaw yeah okay like she knows what it's called she grabs her micro gains plates and she loads it up and she just takes it for a walk up and down the street and stuff. Um, and then she comes back in and then my wife was doing T-bar rows with the gut wrench. Um, and so then we grabbed her little kids Oso bar. And so she was doing T-bar rows um, like, and she just, she's having fun, right? Like she's learning that exercise is cool and moving around is cool. And how cool is it to be strong and awesome as opposed to sitting on your butt all day? And so, um, yeah, so that, that's the kind of stuff we're going to do with Jason. Uh, I got some of the videos of him farting around with his kid riding the UPS and all kinds of good stuff. And so uh, him and I are going to do some who did it better posts. Um, so, you know, did, did Audrey, my daughter, do it better than his kid in his gym kind of thing. And so uh, it'll be good. Uh, and then I got another, I think I'm sitting just north of 30 sponsors uh, in total. Uh, right now, I've got another five or six that I'm trying very hard to get them to give me the final details to get them in. Um, it's always some of them. It's like, I know you said you want to be in, 
that's not enough. Like I need to know (laughs) what are you going to do prize wise and all kinds of stuff. Just saying yes, please. is not like, I I can't, I can't just put that on a flyer. Like that doesn't work. So, um, so yeah. Uh, and from a engagement stance and everything, um, everyone seems to be ready to rock. Uh, we're announcing handful of other things we're doing like, uh, today. So like, as of recording, we just announced that I'm doing some, um, so the local meetups that we wanted to do two years ago, I'm putting out a service so people can register their gym for people to show up, um, to, and be able to compete. So you can host a local meet during the competition, and I'm going to help people who want to do that with, um, like meat shirts and flyers and all, you know, advertise their meat for them and stuff on the account. And I got a Google maps set up. So then that way I can, uh, add their details so people can find a local meet if they're looking for one, stuff like that. Um, so all kinds of cool stuff. So I'm, I'm excited. That's awesome. Um, tell people when the date is. So May 14th is the spring one. Um, and then it's November. Let me double check for the fall. Um, November, I think 11th is when it starts. So they both run. It's a, it's a week. Um, uh, it's a week total. So you can lift at any point in that. Um, you can do your lifts on different days, whatever, um, doesn't matter. And as long as you upload, as long as you do them and upload them before the end of the week, you're good. So it's awesome. And where can they find this? Uh, so garage gym competition, just wherever you're at. So there's technically a Facebook page. I don't do much on there yet. Um, it's just kind of the copy from, uh, Instagram, Instagram's the biggest piece. There's a Reddit sub for it. So our garage and competition and then a website garage and competition.com. So, um, you can sign up for emails. There's a registration on the website. Um, so uh, follow uh, Ideally you would be on one of the social and the email, the email gets exclusive stuff, um, but doesn't get everything. Like I'm not sending you an email with everything that I put on Instagram kind of thing. Um, but like we did, we partnered with a guy the, a while back and did a survey and we did a hundred dollars, um, just it's a hundred dollar gift card. So someone won a hundred bucks for being on the email and doing a survey. We did, um, did a giveaway with juggernaut where if you're on social, you had a chance at winning three months of free juggernaut AI. If you're on the email, you had a chance at winning a year of free juggernaut AI, so there's some decent benefits to being on the email, even if you don't care about the additional like training tips and content and stuff like that. If you're just in it for freebies and stuff, there's, there, there, there should be something for everybody there. So, all right, guys, you heard it. Set your peak weeks for four months from now, because May 22nd spring competition. That's awesome. Hey, Joe, May thank 12th, you so right? much. No, you said. May 22nd, May, uh, May 14th, May 14th. So it'll run, right, to, the 20, it'll run <laughs> to the 20, it'll run to the 22nd. So, okay. Uh, sorry, right, sorry, hey, sorry. I got something. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. That's going to wrap up the Q and a.
So I appreciate it, Joe. Uh, right. Where can people find you? We kind of already did that, but why don't you remind them? Yeah. So, I mean, you, you'll find me in and around all kinds of stuff running around as gray matter lifting. That's my personal stuff. So if, if you want to check out my product reviews and, you know, my blog where I talk about the inner workings of my brain and lifting and whatever other stuff's going on there. Uh, you know, I'm obviously on home gym as a mod. So I run the AMAs and the targeted talks and all that stuff. So you'll see me there as well. And then if you want to follow on the competition, like I said, it's just, you, you can Google garage gym competition. I'm, I'm the only one. So follow along however you want. So. It's awesome. We really appreciate your time. Um, thanks for a late evening with us and no yeah, appreciate everyone listening. Jake got anything for the people? No, just, uh, thank you, Joe, for like Adam said, spending your evening with us. Of course. Uh, we appreciate it. Um, we'll definitely, uh, have you on again before that may date go to, sure. uh, go over, uh, final details and, you know, just, a just a chat with you about what these next few months were, were, were would be for yep. you. Um, I think a lot of our, or a lot of our listeners would find that interesting. I would find it interesting and, uh, yeah, good luck. Cool. Thanks man. Yeah. Uh, the, I think the one thing I didn't throw out there was it's free. Like you literally yeah. just lift like you normally lift and you, you use a hashtag and fill out a form and then you can win a power rack bars, all kinds of stuff. So, um, I'm always surprised that people just don't do it. Like you're literally not doing anything different than you normally would. So, but yeah, cool. Uh, I I'm, I'm excited to be back. I'm glad you guys are doing a podcast, by the way. I like, I, uh, I think it was like last year. I'm like, why is there not a, like a dedicated garage gym podcast? Like no one's, no one's doing one. Um, so yeah, I, I was thinking the idea that I had, I have a parking lot where I write down just ideas. And the one I had written down was, uh, garage gym gear guys. And it was going to be like me, you, Adam and JB or something like that. So it'd be garage gym gear guys was four G's. So it was going to be the four guys talking about, uh, gear. yeah, so. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's still pretty time consuming when you yeah. take into consideration and yeah. I, it's really hard if you're just, if you just want to do straight up interviews, yep. that might be hard to keep consistent, but we have the, we had the surveys going each week, yep. which gives us content. Yep. Um, yeah. So yep. I think that's one thing, one unique thing that we can do that would be a little bit more difficult for most people, but yeah, but yeah, I think, I think, uh, I, w I personally wish we would have started this a year ago because yeah. we're already seeing some good traction. Yeah. And, um, yeah, just, yeah, it's just one of those things. Yeah. What it could shoulda, right. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm excited. I like it. So I think so far I've listened to more of your podcast than any other podcast. So that's a good start. Hey. Yeah. I, I would oh. say like, I know there's some negative feedback out there, but we haven't received any. So, um, I guess that's one thing I would like to just Keep say it to yourself. No, no. Let us know. Keep giving us feedback. <laughs> and then um feel free to uh if you if you have some positive experiences with the podcast, go to Spotify and click that 
rating they have a new rating request nice and then also um apple too so apple and itunes um we appreciate it we don't yet have we have we have eight ratings on apple seven five stars and one four star so and then not enough yet on spotify to to show i guess i don't know so so yeah Yeah. people are going to complain no matter what man I, 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 uh, so my corporate job was, I did like learning and development, right? So I came up with training and all kinds of stuff. And I, uh, the first class I developed was an online course for, um, business continuity, uh, which is like, if something goes haywire, how does the business continue to work? Right. So, uh, the key things were like fire, um, electrical outage, that kind of stuff. And, uh, we did it. We did it. Awesome. It's not like your typical compliance course. It's super boring. We had humor in there and things like that. And it was super short and sweet. The, it was, it was so good. Like the executive team was talking about it. Like, why aren't all of our courses like this? We typically had like, uh, you'd have a, you'd have like 50 people fill out the survey after a course and say whether they liked it or not. I had over 1200 people fill out mine and tell me how good it was. And I had like five people who were like, uh, it wasn't long enough. I was looking for some more info on this and this thing, whatever. And, and I'm like, you want to spend more time doing <laughs> compliance training? Like what is wrong with you? Right. But so yeah, no, no matter what you do, it, it could be the greatest thing. It, you know, you give someone 50 bucks and someone's going to complain. It wasn't 60. Right. So, oh, yeah. Yeah. So, I, yeah. I, I mean, I just, I just think, yeah, it's not for you. I mean, yep. this is a podcast for the hardcore home gym yeah. people. So like, yep. I mean, you just, it's just not for you. No worries. Yeah, that 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 lady with the ethos power act probably yeah. isn't checking in. <laughs> yeah, that's why I wasn't like, hey, don't let's not talk about this. Yeah. There's no way she's checking in. Yeah. <laughs> if she would have been, we could have taken care of this for her. Yeah. <laughs> awesome conversation, Joe. Thanks again. We really appreciate you. And that's gonna do it. So thank you so much for listening, and we'll catch you next time. Peace.